fashion insider friends. What is up? This is the Fashion Crimes Podcast, where I cover all things fashion, style, shopping, style inspiration, and interview incredible small business owners who are changing the fashion industry for the better. Yes, I'm the best friend you never knew you needed and the poster child for fashion over 40. And I mean, way after 40. Say it with me. Fashion and style are your friends, not your enemies. I'm Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, and let's keep it real, the only Holly you need to know. Turn it up, because I got a lot to say, and I am super stoked you're here. What's the haps, Fashion Insider Besties? How's it going? It's me, the best friend you never knew you needed in fashion, and the only Holly you need to know. For those of you who don't know me yet, so sorry we have not crossed paths until now. I mean, thank God you found me. Seriously. I am Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist, coming at you this week with some of the best fashion advice and information I've curated just for you. Because you know what? I got to boss somebody around, and I think you're a pretty good choice. I'm bossy in the most loving way, not scary. So this is not scary. This is a safe space, and you're safe with me, really. This is a very vulnerable subject, but you can do it. Yes, you can. You're going to be so happy about what we're discussing this week, and when I say discussing, what I really mean is the hot topic that most people do not know that's blocking their style and holding them back. Before we get into that, I really hope that you listened to episode 105, which was last week's episode where I interviewed Nicole Miller. Yes, you heard me right. The Nicole Miller fashion designer extraordinaire who has been on the fashion and retail scene designing clothes and created a lifestyle brand for over 40 years now. 40 years. Wow. If you missed that episode, please go back and listen to episode 105. And if you're new here, damn it, welcome. Welcome to the Fashion Crimes Podcast. But please go back and listen to our 100th episode which was with the one, the only Miss Melissa Rivers, which was so outstanding. We had such an amazing time shooting the shit together about fashion, style, her mother, Joan, and her new book, Lies My Mother Told Me. All you have to do is go to the fashioncrimespodcast.com, drop your name into the pop-up box, and you will get all of this fashion content delivered straight to your inbox every single week. Best news you've heard all day, I'm sure. Okie dokie, I have been perfecting the art of cleaning out closets for years, and I'm going to share my closet clean-out tactics with you right here, right now. If this has been something hanging over your head that you have been wanting to do and don't know where to start, you're in luck. First, we are going to go over what the possible reasons are for why your closet looks crazy. If you don't identify the why, then you can go right back into your old habits. Look, I've seen some crazy closets. I mean, like, not okay crazy. I've gotten tears, confessions, cries for help, etc. I mean, this is like therapy, so this is a good thing. I might be talking about you. I might not be talking about you, but maybe you or someone you know very intimately can identify one of these categories. If you don't figure out the why first then cleaning out your closet and keeping it that way is meaningless and it's not going to last. I want you to understand where the disconnect is first and then we can correct it. And just know this, most people that I work with, this is their number one problem. 
Once you know what your triggers are and why you're keeping your closet in chaos, either consciously or unconsciously, this is the first step to getting out of chaos. Here's the goal. And I said this in episode 104, best care and maintenance practices for your wardrobe. This is kind of the part two to that. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and do so after you are finished with this one. Okay. Number one reason for why your closet looks crazy is disorganization. Now, I know that might seem obvious, but for those of you who are super anal and neat, this does not apply to you. However, if you think you're organized and you can't find anything to wear or it's taking you too long to get dressed, guess what? Your ass is not organized, okay? Clothes are energy. I know it sounds woo-woo, but it's true. Clothes are energy. They have to present themselves to you in a way that makes sense to your eye and your brain. If they aren't hanging in a way where you can recognize what's what, then you aren't going to take the time to figure out what's what. You're just going to let it hang there, like for years. Ultimate fashion crime. Sometimes people do this with new items, with the tags still attached, never worn. Fashion crime. Why do people do this, you ask? Because you forgot you bought it and it's with a bunch of your other shit that you have no idea that's hanging there that you don't wear. Sound like somebody you know? I'm just saying. If I'm not talking about you, I'm definitely talking about somebody you know. Number two, the second reason why your closet looks crazy inconsistent laundry practices. If there isn't a solid plan on who executes the laundry in your home, this is something that can give you closet chaos. Who is doing the laundry? I have never in my life would have believed this until I saw this at my client's house. I know you have to pick your battles, but this is a life skill like brushing your teeth and it cannot be overlooked. If it is, it's just all the rest of the dominoes fall in the house, right? So my client, her shit was in chaos. Her daughter's stuff was in chaos. And when I went to clean out her daughter's closet, all of her stuff was in laundry baskets, literally like seven laundry baskets all over the floor. She was like, well, it's all clean. I said, it doesn't matter. You don't know what's in there. And she said, well, my daughter's supposed to be doing the laundry. I said, I don't give a shit what she's supposed to be doing or not doing. She's not doing it. Don't use that as an excuse for not keeping your shit organized because somebody in your house drop the ball. It can't happen that way because you're never going to get ahead. Take charge of your own clothes and do your laundry. It's your choice if you want to do the rest of your family's laundry, but I'm only specifically talking about your clothes. Is the laundry being done consistently? Once it is done and it's complete, is it being put away in a timely manner? Because there's no way for your clothes to return and present themselves to you if your clean clothes are sitting around folded, not being put away or in baskets or in the laundry room or in the dryer for several days. And then you forget about it, which might or might not be the case in my house. I cannot confirm or deny, but that's besides the point. The laundry either takes forever to complete or you don't know what to wash and what to dry clean. I've seen this too with somebody else. So you either wash it all or you dry clean it all. I have never in my life seen somebody send cotton t-shirts to the fucking dry cleaners. And it's because they think they're doing themselves a favor by just fucking sending everything they own 
to the cleaners because they really don't know what goes and what stays. I've never seen that before. Or I've never seen someone wash everything they own, including silk, dresses, jackets, because they have no idea it's supposed to go to the cleaners. Let's sort that out right now, okay? You have to figure out what needs to be washed. For example, towels, workout clothes, pajamas, socks, your kid's stuff, underwear, and what needs to be dry clean, like dresses, button-down shirts, slacks, jackets, anything like that. Even if you have something that can be washed, like a dress that's made out of cotton, it could definitely benefit from going to the cleaner so it can be pressed. Now, if you're not sure if it's supposed to go to the cleaners or not, read the care label, I beg you. Please read the label and then you'll be able to know what to wash, what to dry clean. Okay, moving on. So the third reason why your closet looks crazy is over shopping. Fashion crime. People over shop for lots of reasons, but these are my top two. Listen up. Your shit is so packed that you buy more instead of trying what to find what you need in what you already own and possess and have. Y'all, just don't do that, okay? Go through your stuff. Be an adult and make time to do it. I will never forget this TikTok video because I'm obsessed with TikTok. was about people bitching about eating bad. They don't like this and they don't like that. So they eat what tastes good. And this guy's like, be a fucking adult and eat a portion of vegetables, eat this, eat that. And I was like, you know what? He's right. I need to be an adult and I need to eat vegetables with every meal. I'm just using that as an example. Be an adult and don't say you don't have time to go through your closet. You might have to do it like over several days or maybe over a couple weeks, but take an hour a day and go through something. Just do it in small bites. The second reason why people overshop, you're trying to fill a void. Now, this comes with self-awareness. If you know that you're overshopping to fill a void or to get that high, the first step is awareness. Whatever that hole is, you're filling it with the thrill of buying new stuff. And let me tell you, I get that thrill too. So that is an addiction, just like food, alcohol, sex, or gambling. It's really all kind of on the same playing field. It's just a different poison. It is easier to buy something new because now you don't have to deal with the bigger problem you're avoiding, which could be either overspending money you don't have or trying to find validation from an outside source when shopping. And what that means is if you're trying to keep up with the Joneses, if you're trying to buy this and that and whatever, so you want people to like you or you want people to notice you or you want... It's not your true style. You just shop and shop and shop because you think it's better for you to have a new outfit all the time. Then you're filling a void. The elephant in the room is very difficult to address, I know. And your stuff is in disarray and your closet is crazy and you would die if somebody knew how much stuff you really had. I mean, it could be something as small as a pair of earrings, right? So if you have these earrings and you have 78,000 pairs of earrings and they're all over the house, if you can't find them, you're just going to buy more because you don't care. You know, this is a habit that can really hold you back in evolving your style because you can't get ahead if you keep buying the same things over and over again, okay? It's a vicious cycle that most people go through life dealing with. Organizing your stuff is the first step in training your brain that you don't need more. I'm going to say that again. Organizing your stuff 
is the first step in training your brain, literally connecting different neuropathways so your self-talk is different, training yourself that you do not need more. And I'm going to be vulnerable here with you for just a second. I mean, I'm vulnerable all the time. I mean, let's be honest, what haven't I said? But I do shop a lot and I have to forever keep my wardrobe rotating more than most because I do buy. And then when I buy, I get rid of something else that I'm not wearing and I try to get some more money back from that. I sell, I recycle, or I can sign it when I can. And I would like to encourage you to do the same. For example, sometimes if I need a bag for a special occasion, like I do coming up, I'm going to borrow something for a night from a friend who I know has like a shit ton of bags instead of buying something new. When I was on a non-existent budget, and when I mean non-existent, I mean, forget the shoestring, non-existent budget. (laughs) When I lived in New York City when I was single, I shopped what I could afford, which was literally Goodwill, sample sales, and secondhand. I even joined a fashion group, and I went to a clothing swap one time, and that was really, really fun. Everybody brought like three things. It had to be in the certain category. We put it all in the middle. And then she rang the bell. And then according to your birthday, you got to run and grab whatever in the amount of time. A lot. It was like a game. It was actually really fun. These are just a few examples of things that you can do instead of buying things at full price. If you get rid of one thing, you can feel better about replacing it. If you're leveling up your style and not buying the same thing in eight colors, which is also a fashion crime. Just because one thing you love comes in fucking 16 colors, it doesn't mean you buy them all. The only time this isn't a crime is when you find, like, let's just say a great pair of jeans that fits you perfectly, and then you buy a few pair in a few different colors. I am not mad at you for that. Now, we know the reasons why our closet needs help in the worst way and why it's holding you back in your style evolution. We've identified the reasons. Now, let's talk about the solutions. And sidebar, if I look back at pictures from you from 15 years ago and your ass looks exactly the same in the same fucking clothes, you are stuck in a style rut and you need to clean out your closet. Just saying, sidebar, how do you clean out your closet on your own? Okay, when I go to people's houses, this is exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you exactly how I do it. Number one, the first thing you need to do is change all of your hangers. I swear to God, I could scream this from the mountaintops for the next 20 years. You need to change all of your hangers right this second, right now, not yesterday, not in two weeks, not tomorrow, not when you have to change all your hangers to velvet slimline hangers. If you have shitty ass plastic hangers, wire hangers from the dry cleaners, plastic tube hangers, or wooden hangers, this is your first issue. Okay, and understand this is the most common issue. No matter what you do or how you hang your clothes, when you use these types of hangers, they take up the maximum amount of space. So all of you people who are sharing a space with your partner, or if you don't have a full closet to yourself, You need to change all the hangers. You need to do it anyway, but especially if you're sharing your space with somebody else. When you change things over to the velvet hangers, and they should pay me, by the way, because I've sold so many of these hangers, you're not only going to save room, your space is going to look so much more organized. I don't care what color, pink, purple, green, black. Some people like the cream color ones. I don't care what color it is. They all need to match. 
And doing just that alone, changing your hangers, game changer. Okay, step two, you've changed all the hangers. Fine, you're going to make three piles. Keep, give away, and throw away. Everything comes out of your closet and in your doors. Everything. Everything in your doors, make it look like you're about to move. Take everything off the hangers, change it to velvet slimline hangers that you're keeping. Socks, underwear, pajamas, whatever you keep. If it's hanging, it goes on a new hanger. If it's from your drawers, it gets refolded and put in the keep pile. Whatever you give away goes in lawn-sized garbage bags or plastic shoppers with the hangers. The bags you have to give away will then go in your car to donate. Fashion crime. Do not, I repeat, please do not leave the bags sitting around for days in the hallway or in your room because you will be tempted to go back through them and trust and believe you're going to do it. Immediately when you get those bags ready to go, take them downstairs and put them in your car. I cannot stress it enough. You will go back through those bags. When choosing where to donate your items, consider this. People who are coming back into the workforce after jail time, homelessness or poverty, battered women's shelters, local churches or religious programs that provide support for refugees just arriving in this country, or people in need with special circumstances. A list of places that I recommend for you to donate, they're going to be in my show notes. If you donate to one of those places, you might get a little prize at the end. Just saying, there's nothing wrong with giving to Goodwill. Nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with all. I love Goodwill. But there are plenty of other programs where people need your items just as much, if not more, these smaller programs. If you have bras, socks, underwear, pajamas, these are the number one items requested in homeless shelters. There's homeless shelters for adults, some for just women, some for teenagers, ages 18 to 24. There's all different kinds of homeless shelters that benefit different people. So just so you know, before you throw these things away, please understand and know that somebody else could really benefit from any of your bras, socks, underwear, or pajamas. As long as the item is clean and it's gently used in good condition, someone else would be thrilled to receive anything like this, even if it's to get them through just to the next day. Some people leave in the middle of the night and they can only take what they can grab with them. It's so important to know that others can really benefit from your unwanted undergarments and everyday items that we take for granted every single day. Fashion crime alert. This is my biggest pet peeve and the biggest fashion crime. Giving a bag full of your stuff to someone who did not ask for it because you think you're doing them a favor. In the words of Marie Kondo, and if y'all don't know who Marie Kondo is, she's incredible. She's an organizational expert. She's a tiny Japanese lady. She's amazing. Other people don't want your stuff. I've said that too, but she said it first. People don't want your stuff. And I hope you're listening, and I hope you get it, and this clicks in your brain. People don't want your stuff. Not your cousin, not your daughter. Not your neighbor. Nobody wants your unwanted stuff that you don't want to give to charity. You're not saving them money. You're not doing them a favor. You're actually, what you're doing is actually unloading the guilt of all the things that you didn't wear onto somebody else. You're blocking their energy by passing your stuff 
onto them that they did not ask for. Unless you have items that they specifically wanted or said, hey, when you're done with that jacket, could I have it? You are actually doing them a disservice and holding them back. Also, if you're on the other side and you accept a bag of shit from someone that you don't even know what's in it, your sister, your mom, your mother-in-law, your sister-in-law, I don't give a shit who it is, you're blocking your own energy. You are accepting things that you don't need that are going to sit around in your closet until you dump them onto someone else. Break the chain. Be the change. Break the chain. Be the change. Most people say, oh, I bet my daughter would love this. This is going to help her save money. No, it's not. Especially if you don't know someone else's style, which you probably don't, no offense, don't do it. The only exception to this rule, and I mean the only exception to this rule, is maternity clothes and baby stuff. You will never, ever, ever hear me say, don't give baby or kids clothes to others because this is the only time when this rule does not apply. I am only speaking to adults giving other adults their clothes along with their terrible taste. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, y'all, I've cleaned out enough closets where people are like, my mother-in-law gave me that. Yeah, my father-in-law bought me that. Yeah, my grandmother bought me that. Or my mom gave me these clothes because she said I could use. No, stop. No, I don't care if you hurt their feelings. It is the hard truth. If you want to take the bag and donate it for them, if that's what you have to do, then do it. But do not give your stuff to someone who does not want it. Anything that you throw away, like in the throwaway pile, should be damaged, stained, ripped, torn, or unwearable clothing. That's it. If it's unwearable, it should go into the trash. Sidebar, if you have unwanted sheets and towels, you can make rags out of them, like for cleaning, or please give those items to animal shelters. They love that kind of stuff. And all the animals lay on them, either in the cages or after surgery. So that's a good place to give that kind of stuff. Step number three on how to organize your closet. Organize your drawers with only the things that have made the keep list. You have to put your clothes back into your drawers in a way that makes sense to you. Not to me, not to your husband or your partner or your sister or your kids, to you. There is really no rhyme or reason to it. I like to keep bathing suits with my underwear together, socks, sports bras, and pajamas together, workout pants with workout shirts together, sweaters with sweatshirts in one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Try to get as much as you can in one drawer, but do not overstuff it. The order of where you put things is irrelevant. You want your jeans at the top. You want this at the top. I really don't care, but it's got to be the stuff that you only wear. And then you got, it's got to make sense for you. Like you grab your underwear first, you grab your bra second, whatever makes sense for you. That's how you organize what goes where in the order of your drawers. Step number four, get your shoes off the floor. Now, if you have shoe overflow, this is fine. And what that means is if you run out of shelf space, if you have shelf space for shoes and you have too many shoes and they're on the floor, that's acceptable. However, here is the fashion crime. Do not, do not, do not, do not, do not keep your shoes in shoe boxes. Do not. Here's why. It doesn't look neater and it does not save space. It actually takes up more room than you having them out. Do yourself a favor. 
get rid of the shoe boxes and put your shoes out so you can actually see what you have. I don't care if you have 783 pairs of shoes, take them out of the boxes and recycle them, or you can actually donate them to a preschool or a daycare or like an elementary school, and they will get use out of that for an art project. I had someone do that, and she was like, oh, let me donate all these shoe boxes to my daughter's daycare. They were like thrilled. They were so happy, and they came to pick the shit up. How you like that? And she had like 40 shoe boxes and they picked them all up and they were so happy. Great. It just works beautifully and they were really thrilled to get the donation. Get like over the door shoe bags or the shoe racks from any of the big box stores, wood, metal, particle board. I really don't care. It doesn't matter. You'll thank me later. And step five for organizing your closet. Do not use your closet as a dumping ground. Nothing should be in there that does not belong to you. No Halloween baskets, no Easter baskets, no kids stuff, no diapers, no toys for Christmas. No, nothing should be in there that you do not wear. Once it becomes a dumping ground, then you're like, it's okay, it's fine, it's no big deal, I'm just going to put it here now until I can get to it. And then it just really creeps out, 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 and all of a sudden your closet becomes a storage room. Do not let anything in there that does not go on your body. A lot easier said than done, but that really helps if you make it like a no junk zone. Now, okay, great. Your space looks beautiful. Can you keep it that way? Why don't you send me some pictures of some befores and afters of your closet after you clean it? And I'll give you a shout out on the next episode. And another incentive for you. Let's sweeten the pot a little bit. Whoever has the most garbage bags full of items to give away, send me a pic, a description of what you're giving away, and the number of bags you're donating, and the name of the charity where you're donating to, and you can win an exclusive interview with me live on the show to tell everyone, all of the Fashion Crime Podcast Insider Besties, about your closet cleanout experience. How's that for a prize? Please email all the entries to holly at fashioncrimespodcast.com. And you could be my next guest. Ah, loving that journey for you. Cannot wait to see all of your beautiful closets. I'm so excited. So happy, so excited. Can't wait for your closet to be clean. You are going to be a new person. I hope you learned a thing or two today about why your closet is disorganized and your favorite solution on how your items are going to get organized. I promise you, you will love getting dressed in the morning if you follow these tips. Promise, promise, promise. If you have any additional questions, please feel free to email me at hollyfashioncrimespodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I don't have that many videos on TikTok, but I do have a few. And as always, go to the Fashion Crimes Podcast website, drop your name into the email pop-up box to get all of this free fashion content delivered straight to your inbox every single week. And look, I know you guys can do it. It's a pain in the ass. My closet's been like this forever. I thrive in chaos. I promise you, if you take that step, just all you need is a little bit to get your stuff organized and you're going to want to do more and more and more and more. Y'all, I just gave you all of my secrets, all of my tactics on what I do as a professional personal stylist. You can do it too. Wherever you are, wherever part of the country you live in, or if you live in a different country, most people have this problem. They're not that organized. 
and you can do it, okay? I'm your biggest cheerleader, I promise you. You can do it, yes, you can. Thank you so much for listening. I want you to know, my name is Holly Cates, your favorite personal stylist and the hostess with the mostest, and as always, the only Holly you need to know. Thank you so much for listening to episode 106. This has been the Fashion Crimes Podcast, and we are out.